Hello and welcome to the Redeeming Love Bible Broadcast. My name is Phil Duddy, Evangelist with Grace Baptist Tabernacle of King, North Carolina. Glad you could join me here today as we begin a new series on the podcast. Uh, please do reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Uh, email is the best way to do that. Redeeming the Lost at iCloud.com is our address here at the program. And uh, as I said, we are going to begin a brand new series here on uh, the program. And uh, we're going to begin that series uh, right here in the Gospel of John, uh, Gospel of John chapter 6, and uh, we're going to pick up the account of Scripture at verse 24, Jap- um, Gospel of John chapter 6, verse 24. The Word of God reads this way, When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples, they also took shipping and came to Capernaum seeking for Jesus. And when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said unto him, Rabbi, when camest thou hither? Jesus answered and said, Now verily, verily, I say unto you, Ye seek me not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves and were filled. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him hath God the Father sealed." And so uh, what's going on here? We are coming in um, sort of a little bit after the beginning of a very, very long account in Scripture. And, um, you know, there's so much here that is so critical to hear. And uh, before we dig into that, let's look at what happened before this. Um, you know, history and theology uh, looks back on on this account as um, happening right after what's called the feeding of the 5,000. Uh, long story short, there were about there was a really, really, really big multitude of people, and they came to see Jesus. And Scripture records that there were about five thousand men um, in this group of people, and they came to see Jesus. And uh, the disciple Philip, um, he asked, you know, when shall we buy bread that the, that these may eat? And uh, Jesus, um, in response to that, um, you know, Jesus already knows what he's going to do. You know, hallelujah, Scripture does tell us that. Um, John um, 6, 6 says, you know, this he said to prove him, for he himself, Jesus, knew what he was going to do. Jesus knew that he was going to feed these people. And and so they they gather up uh, from a boy. Um, they say, there, there's a boy here, and he's got five barley loaves and two small fishes. And um, Jesus basically makes all the men sit down, makes these 5,000 people sit down, and he takes uh, from this boy uh, the, the five uh, barley loaves and the two fishes, and he gives thanks, and he feeds 5,000 people from only five loaves and two fishes. He feeds all of these 5,000 people. And, they, and it's not like they all just get a small piece of bread. They all eat. Uh, they all eat their fill. And, and they eat, you know, and they... And, and they're filled, and they have 12 baskets left over. Uh, this is a profound miracle. And, and these people, um, you know, after, after that, you know, Jesus, uh, the, um, you know, what does Scripture say here? Um, Jesus, uh, when, the, when Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. Uh, so after feeding these people, in this way, Jesus departs, and he goes up into a mountain alone, and when the evening comes, um, Jesus enters into a ship, 
and and they um, and they go across the Sea of Galilee. They go they go across the sea to a city called Capernaum. And where we started reading today here on the program, uh, verse twenty four. When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, uh, when, the, when the people who had received the loaves and the fishes, and the people who had seen Jesus actually feed 5,000 people and really truly feed them, not, not everybody just getting a piece, uh, but, but everybody getting a full meal uh, out of five loaves and two fishes. They saw Jesus do, do that, and they not only saw it, but they held the bread in their hands, uh, they held the fish in their hands, and they ate it. And they were filled. So they physically received something from Jesus. And when the people saw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples. And they also took shipping and they came to Capernaum and they were seeking for Jesus. And they asked him, when they find him, they do find him in Capernaum. And they asked him, Rabbi, when camest thou hither? So I want you to get this picture here. Um, Jesus had done something very profound in the lives of these people. He had really blessed them. And he had blessed them in, uh, you know, what, what we would call a very miraculous way. Um, he, you know, just 5,000 people. And, and if you've ever seen a crowd of 5,000 people and stood before a crowd of 5,000, it's, it's, it's a lot of people, you know, long story short. And if you've only got like five loaves of bread and two fish, um, it, it certainly would be a notable event. Um, and, you know, and these people had eaten that, and they had seen that, and they, they, they had gotten the effects of it from Jesus, and yet um, they, they had to ask him. Yet they had to ask him, uh, Rabbi, when did you come here? Uh, when, when did you go out from our presence? And, and it's not like Jesus just sort of went to the other side of the room. Uh, Jesus went up into a mountain, and then Jesus later on uh, got into a boat and sailed across the sea. And um, even though they've been so the, the recipients of a great miracle, they were not aware and they did not know when Jesus left. Uh, so, so they had eaten the bread you know, Rabbi, when came us out here? You know, we ate the bread and we ate the fish. And yet, um, we're, we're not really sure when you left our presence. And, you know, I want you to get something here. Uh, because um, wanting something from Jesus or wanting Jesus to do something in your life, um, you know, wanting, uh, wanting that or wanting, to get, wanting Jesus to give you something. It is so different from following Jesus. It is so different from wanting Jesus himself uh, because of who he is. It's so different from loving Jesus and obeying Jesus and following Jesus. Um, you know, and, um, you know, just kind of condense it down to this one little sentence. You know, wanting something from Jesus is different from wanting Jesus. Now, say that again. Wanting something from Jesus is different from wanting Jesus. And, you know, they asked Jesus this question uh, because there had been a lot of eating going on. And hallelujah and amen, there had been a lot of eating going on. That was a really good thing. And yet there had not been a lot of following going on. 
They had eaten, and yet they had not followed. And John 6 records uh, that a great number of them did not believe. They had eaten, and yet they didn't follow him. Uh, they, they had to ask, you know, Jesus, where did you go? Uh, Jesus, we were in your presence. And then at some point you just left, um, you know, and, and we're not really sure when. Um, but but where did you go? Where, you know, when you know when when did you come over here? When did you cross the ocean? You know, when, or the sea rather? And uh, when did you cross the sea? And when did you come to this city? Um, you know, and and Jesus answers them. He says, "Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek me, not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves, and were filled." You know, not because you saw the miracles. And, and, you know, you might say, well, you know, well, you know, well, why does he say that? Uh, because obviously these people had seen the miracle. Obviously these people, you know, they had, um, they, they, they had a meal because of the miracle. And yet, you know, you got to look at what the miracles were designed to do. Um, the reality is that the miracles were meant to... Uh, the, the miracles were meant to point people to Jesus and not to the miracles. And the miracles were meant um, to, to, turn, to point people to the fact, to point people to the reality that Jesus is not um, just sort of an ordinary rabbi. He's not sort of an ordinary teacher. He's not even sort of an ordinary prophet, but that Jesus is Lord uh, Jesus is Lord. He is the Word made flesh, and he walked among us. And so Jesus did these signs. Jesus did these wonders. Jesus did these miracles. Um, you know, and, and walking in them and doing them according to the will of God. Um, he did these things not so that people would exalt the miracles, not so that people would seek a miracle worker, not so that people would seek a healer, not so that people... Uh, would, would seek um, somebody who's going to go and, and who's going to just multiply, you know, all this food to them every day so they never have to work again in the day of their life or, or anything like that. Uh, but Jesus, uh, he did these miracles to point to himself, and he did these miracles to point to the fact that he is Lord. And he did these miracles so that people might believe that. And so that people might receive, um, so that people might receive salvation. Long story short, and so he's saying to these people, uh, "Verily, verily, truthfully, truthfully, I say unto you, ye seek me not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves, and were filled." And so these people are coming. Um, not because they're, they're following Jesus. They're coming not because they have believed on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They're not coming because they're disciples. They're coming because they got a meal. And wow, is that a huge difference. Friend, that, that is a critical difference. That is an eternal difference. They're coming not because he is Lord. They're coming not because they are broken, humbled, lost sinners in need of a Savior. And, and he is the Savior. And they're, they're not coming because he's the Messiah. They're not coming because 
Um, they're, they're wanting to, to walk in the will of God. But Jesus says, you know, you're, you're seeking me not because you saw the miracles, uh, not because you saw the miracles and you saw a miracle and, and you put your faith in me. And now you're following me. And now you're a disciple. And hallelujah and amen. Now you have eternal life, you know, by faith. But no, 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 no. That's not what's going on here. Sadly and tragically. And, and it's a sobering reality because it goes on today. You know, that's why, you know, the Lord prompted me to start this series. You know, it goes on today in our churches. But, um, but the, Jesus says they're seeking him because they ate of the loaves and were filled. They're seeking him because they saw him do something and they, and they got a meal and, they're, and now they're following him simply because of that. Not because they saw the miracles, not because they believed, and not because that they are Christians, not because uh, they are disciples, but simply because Jesus gave them something. And so Jesus goes on, and, and he describes this difference a little bit more in um, chapter 6, verse 27, and, and it reads this way. I'll read it one more time for you. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, because you will notice that even though Jesus um, miraculously fed these people with five barley loaves and two fishes, they got hungry again. They got hungry again. And so they saw the rabbi who did the, the big flashy miracle, and so they followed him, perhaps thinking that they would get another miracle, perhaps thinking that they would get another meal. But Jesus takes that and he starts to teach them. He takes that and he starts to show them something. He takes that and he gives an instruction. He gives a command. He says, labor not, because it took them some labor. Uh, they had to cross the Sea of Galilee and they had to find Jesus in Capernaum. Now you imagine, you know, a multitude 5,000 strong, roughly following, you know, going into the city of Capernaum after Jesus. Labor not for the meat that perisheth, because that meat, the barley loaves and the fishes, uh, that, was, um, that was ordinary food. And they ate it, and they got hungry again. But for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you, for him hath God the Father sealed. So don't follow Jesus for the stuff. Uh, don't follow Jesus uh, for the emotional healing. Don't follow Jesus for the physical healing. Uh, don't follow Jesus because, you know, the, the church, you know, helps you get out of poverty. Uh, don't follow Jesus because the church gives you, um, give, gives you some emotional healing, gives you some social structure, uh, gives you some good teaching. Don't follow Jesus just because you've got friends in the church. And the church has, you know, provided sort of as a side benefit a circle of friends for you. And it helps with the loneliness. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, because all these physical needs that we have, friend, um, physical needs which the Lord gives and, and, and the Lord blesses and, and, and he fulfills. Hallelujah and amen, he fulfills. Hallelujah and amen. I have seen physical healings. You know, I've seen the Lord physically heal people in a miraculous way. 
you know, and and friend, and and it's a blessed thing, you know, uh, and and it's in um, and it's in the family, you know. We can point to members of our family and say, "Well, the Lord healed this person. The Lord healed that person," and you know, Hallelujah and Amen. And at the same time, as glorious and as miraculous as that is, you know, and I've seen the Lord miraculously provide. I've seen the Lord um, do works in the lives of people, and, and it's glorious stuff, and it's amazing stuff, and it's, and it's every reason to be thankful, and it's every reason to worship the Lord. And at the same time, none of those are salvation. Physical healing is not salvation. Emotional healing is not salvation. Um, you know, the healing of depression is not salvation. Uh, the the the, the provision of finances and the provision of resources, uh, that is not salvation. That's all meat that perishes. Because, friend, you know, these, these physical bodies, um, you, know, uh, you know, it's true. You know, um, you know, we're not bodies with souls, but we're souls with bodies. And the bodies are going to perish. You know, the, the bodies are going to go away. And, you know, the, the money is going to run out. And, you know, the, the, the emotional healing and stuff like that, as good as it is, you know, uh, this, this world passes away and this body passes away. Uh, but what does not pass away? The soul. Uh, the soul, friend, does not pass away. You know, labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. And Jesus goes on in John chapter 6 to say, you know, I believe it's in uh, 635. He says, I am the bread of life. Jesus defines himself. And so Jesus takes uh, the, the feeding. Uh, Jesus takes the feeding of the 5,000. He takes those five barley loaves and he takes those two fishes and, and he uses that to point to himself. You know, don't labor for the stuff that perishes. You know, don't, don't just come to church. Don't just... Um, say you believe in Jesus just to get some kind of a benefit, uh, just to get a little bit of healing, just to get a little bit of peace, just to get a little bit of financial help, just to get a little bit of maybe parenting advice or marital counseling or anything like that. Uh, but because, you know, the church, hallelujah and amen, uh, we can provide that kind of stuff. And and the Lord, you know, there, there's a definite, 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 clear, scriptural, biblical place for all of that. And what I'm saying today, I'm not saying that that stuff's bad. I'm not saying that physical healings are bad. I'm not saying that, um, you know, um, that, that anything like that's bad. What I am saying is that it's not salvation. It's not salvation. It's something that the Lord blesses, and it's something the Lord does, but it's not salvation. And so we must not make the error, especially in this generation, and we must not make that error of, you know, coming to church and, uh, you know, just to maybe hear some good songs and just to maybe have um, an hour or two of peace in your chaotic week. And calling that salvation and saying that I'm a Christian just because I do that. Uh, friend, there is an eternity of difference between following Jesus for the things he does and following Jesus for the things he, he gives 
and following, and, and there's a difference between that and believing on the Lord Jesus Christ that you might be saved. There is a huge, huge, huge difference between those two things. And the first one is just following Jesus and looking for the next thing that he's going to give you. Uh, looking, looking for that, that sort of next spiritual high. And looking for that next miracle. Uh, you know, it's following Jesus because you think he's a miracle worker. But the second thing, you know, the, the salvation, friend. The salvation is coming to Jesus as a humble, broken, repentant sinner. Knowing that every, everything that's ever come out of you has been sin upon sin upon sin upon sin upon sin. And you can't do a thing about it. And so you cry out to the Lord to save you. You believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and he miraculously, gloriously saves you. That is salvation. You know, the, the, the person who just follows Jesus for, him stu for his stuff never really faces the fact that they're a sinner, never really faces the fact that they're lost, never really faces the fact that they need a Savior. Uh, they just want Jesus to do this thing for them. And so they try to do the best they can, or they go to a church service or two, or they pray every single day or, or something like that, just because they're, they're so focused on his hand. They're so focused on his hand, and they want Jesus to, to give them something out of his hand whether that's an emotional healing, uh, whether that's a physical healing, whether that's financial provision, uh, whether that's, um, you know, just, uh, you know, a circle of friends, whether that's some good marital counseling, whether that's some good um, parenting, uh, wh whatever it is, whether that's the church helping them with some good financial tips or something like that, but it's following Jesus for his stuff, for his stuff, and all of it is meat that perishes, and it goes away. But what doesn't perish? The meat that endureth unto everlasting life, eternal life, does not perish. And so, um, you know, we're going to keep on this on the next podcast. I invite you to come back. Um, I invite you to listen again. But this has all been kind of to lay a groundwork. And, you know, if the Lord is showing you uh, that's, that, that no matter how religious or how, many, how, or how active you might have been in a church or anything like that, but, but friend, you know, if he's showing you that your entire Christian walk, as you call it, has just been following Jesus for, for his stuff, you know, friend, you know, um, may you repent. And may you face the fact that you're a lost and dying sinner and that Jesus is a Savior, and that all the miracles that he ever did, um, he did them to confirm the fact that he is Lord. He did them to demonstrate the fact that he is Lord in ways that we can understand as human beings. And may you put your faith in him as a humble, repentant sinner. Uh, but, but again, we are going to come back to this on the next podcast. And, um, you know, again, this has been the Redeeming 
Love Bible Broadcast, and I, I thank you so much for being here with me today. Uh, please do reach out to us if the program's a blessing to you. Uh, we'd love to hear about it. And, um, you know, we thank you for listening, and, um, you know, thank you so much. It's, it's always an amazing and um, humbling and, and glorious thing to see that the Lord has taken this little broadcast and sent it into so many nations of the world, uh, sent it into so many states here in America and so many nations around the world. And uh, we want to thank you all for that. And um, please do uh, get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we'd love to hear what the Lord's doing in your life. The best way to do that is redeemingthelost at iCloud.com. That's an email address. And, um, and again, we are a ministry of Grace Baptist Tabernacle, and you can find information on the church at gbtministries.com. You can find contact information there, and you can find service locations and service times. And uh, if you are um, in uh, North Carolina, if you're close by, or even if you want to plan a trip, if you want to travel here, um, uh, please do visit that website, um, and that will help you plan your visit. We would love to meet you in person as well. Uh, but again, thank you for being with us today, and uh, please uh, come on back for the next broadcast as we get more into this subject. And may the Lord richly bless you. Amen. And in your presence, all the clouds are clear, all the clouds are clear, oh, and in the light of 